Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you are here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets that I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today and check them out or check them out at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and also learn about how I can be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a treasure for your home. Can't recommend one enough, and you can find one over at www foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 149, and if this is your first time here, welcome. This podcast is a place where we are reading the Bible in a year. However, I absolutely, absolutely do not recommend you wait until January 1st. (laughs) I just say jump in when you can. uh, Try to make it a habit. Try to be intentional about it. And you can absolutely go from this episode all the way to the last episode at the end of this year. Or you can just stop this episode right now, go to the day one episode, and let today be your day one in reading the Bible in a year. Either way is absolutely awesome. If you've been here since day one, way to go. Um, I hope that this truly has been a, um, a wonderful experience for you, and if you have enjoyed the podcast so far, I would be so grateful if you could just rate it, um, and, you know, give me feedback if you would like to as well. Uh, I would just love to hear from you. And I still encourage you to please keep sharing this with people in your life, whether that be friends, family, or even strangers. We need to um, be equipped with courage to go out and, and share the good news and to point people to getting themselves in the word as much as possible. So thank you so much for doing all of that. All right, well, today we're going to be reading... 2 Chronicles 24, 2 Kings 12, Psalm 50, and Matthew 9. 2 Chronicles chapter 24, Young Josh Influenced by Jehoiada. Josh was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Zibiah from Beersheba. Josh did what was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest, Jehoiada took two wives for him, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Faithless Priests Now it came about after this that Josh decided to restore the house of the Lord. He gathered the priests and Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah and collect money from all Israel to repair the house of your God annually, and you shall do the matter quickly. But the Levites did not act quickly. So the king summoned Jehoiada the chief priest and said to him, Why have you not required the Levites to bring in from Judah and from Jerusalem 
the levy fixed by Moses, the servant of the Lord, on the congregation of Israel for the tent of the testimony. For the sons of the wicked Athaliah had broken into the house of God and even used the holy things of the house of the Lord for the balls. Temple repaired. So the king commanded, and they made a chest and set it outside by the gate of the house of the Lord. They made a proclamation in Judah and Jerusalem to bring to the Lord the levy fixed by Moses, the servant of God, on Israel in the wilderness. All the officers and all the people rejoiced and brought in their levies and dropped them into the chest until they had finished. It came about whenever the chest was brought into the king's officer by the, Le- the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, then the king's scribe and the chief priest's officer would come, empty the chest, take it, and return it to its place. Thus they did daily and collected much money. The king and Jehoiada gave it to those who did the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and they hired masons and carpenters to restore the house of the Lord, and also workers in iron and bronze to repair the house of the Lord. So the workmen labored, and the repair work progressed in their, progressed in their hands, and they restored the house of God according to its specifications and strengthened it. When they had finished, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, and it was made into utensils for the house of the Lord, utensils for the service and the burnt offering, and pans and utensils of gold and silver. And they offered burnt offerings in the house of the Lord continually all the days of Jehoiada. Now when Jehoiada reached a ripe old age, he died. He was 130 years old at his death. They buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done well in Israel and to God and his house. But after the death of Jehoiada, the officials of Judah came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. They abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and served the Asherim and the idols. So wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this their guilt. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them back to the Lord. Though they testified against them, they would not listen. Josh murders son of Jehoiada. Then the Spirit of God came on Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest, and he stood above the people and said to them, Thus God has said, Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord and do not prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he also has forsaken you. So they conspired against him, and at the command of the king, they stoned him to death in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Josh the king did not remember the kindness which his father Jehoiada had shown him, but he murdered his son. And as he died, he said, May the Lord see and avenge. Aram invades and defeats Judah. Now it happened at the turn of the year that the army of the Arameans came up against him, and they came to Judah and Jerusalem, destroyed all the officials of the people from among the people, and sent all their spoil to the king of Damascus. Indeed, the army of the Arameans came with a small number of men, yet the Lord delivered a very great army into their hands, because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Thus they executed judgment on Josh. When they had departed from him, for they left him very sick, his own servants conspired against him because of the blood of the son of Jehoiada the priest, and murdered him on his bed. So he died, and they buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. Now these are those who conspired against him, Zabad the son of Shemaith, the Ammonites, and Jehoshabad the son of Shemrith, the Moabites. As to his sons and many oracles against him, and the rebuilding of the house of God, behold, they are written in the treatise of the book of the kings. Then 
and Messiah, his son, became king in his place. Second Kings chapter 12. Josh reigns over Judah. In the seventh year of Jehu, Jehosh became king, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Zibiah of Beersheba. Josh did right in the sight of the Lord all his days in which Jehoiada the priest instructed him. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. The temple to be repaired. Then Jehosh said to the priests, All the money of the sacred things which is brought into the house of the Lord is current money, both the money of each man's assessment and all the money which any man's heart prompts him to bring into the house of the Lord. Let the priests take it for themselves, each from his acquaintance, and they shall repair the damages of the house wherever any damage can be found, may be found. But it came about that in the twenty-third year of King Josh, the priests had not repaired the damages of the house. Then King Josh called for Jehoiada the priest and for the other priests and said to them, Why do you not repair the damages of the house? Now, therefore, take no more money from your acquaintances, but pay it for the damages of the house. So the priests agreed that they would take no more money from the people, nor repair the damages of the house. But Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bored a hole in its lid and put it beside the altar on the right side as one comes into the house of the Lord. And the priests who guarded the threshold put in it all the money which was brought into the house of the Lord. When they saw that there was much money in the chest, the king's scribe and the high priest came up and tied it in bags and counted the money which was found in the house of the Lord. They gave the money which was weighed out into the hands of those who did the work, who had the oversight of the house of the Lord, and they paid it out to the carpenters and the builders who worked on the house of the Lord, and to the masons and the stonecutters, and for buying timber and hewn stone to repair the damages of the house of the Lord, and for all that was laid out for the house to repair it. But there were not made for the house of the Lord silver cups, snuffers, bowls, trumpets, any vessels of gold or vessels of silver from the money which was brought into the house of the Lord. For they gave that to those who did the work, and with it they repaired the house of the Lord. Moreover, they did not require an accounting from the men into whose hand they gave the money to pay to those who did the work, for they dealt faithfully. The money from the guilt offerings and the money from the sin offerings was not brought into the house of the Lord. It was for the priests. Then Hesel, king of Aram, went up and fought against Gath and captured it, and Hesel set his face to go up to Jerusalem. Josh, king of Judah, took all of the sacred things that Jehoshaphat and Jehoram and Ahaziah, his father's, kings of Judah, and dedicated in his own sacred things and all the gold that was found among the treasures, treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house, and sent them to Hasael, king of Aram. Then he went away from Jerusalem. Josh succeeded by Amasiah in Judah. Now the rest of the acts of Josh and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? His servants arose and made a conspiracy and struck down Josh at the house of Milo, and he was going down to Silla. For Josachar, the son of Shemith, and Jehoshabad, the son of Shomer, his servants struck him, and he died, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David, and Amasiah, his son, became king 
in his place. Psalm 50, God, the judge of the righteous and the wicked, a psalm of Asaph. The mighty one, God, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shown forth. May our God come and not keep silence. Fire devours before him, and it is very tempestuous around him. He summons the heavens above and the earth to judge his people. Gather my godly ones to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices, and your burnt offerings are continually before me. I shall take no young bull out of your house, nor male goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine, and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls, or drink the blood of male goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I shall rescue you, and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to tell of my statutes, and to take my covenant in your mouth? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you associate with adulterers. You let your mouth lose in evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I kept silence. You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you in pieces, and there will be none to deliver. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his way right, aright, I shall show the salvation of God. Matthew chapter 9, a paralytic healed. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea and came to his own city, and they brought him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This fellow blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he got up and went home. And when the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified, God who had given such authority to men. Matthew called. As Jesus went out from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting in the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. Then it happened that as Jesus was reclining at the table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were dining with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why is your teacher eating with the tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, It is not those who are healthy who need a physician, 
but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire compassion and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The question about fasting. Then the disciples of John came to him asking, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear results. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. Miracles of Healing While he was saying these things to them, a synagogue official came and bowed down before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Jesus got up and began to follow him, and so did his disciples. And a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for twelve years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she was saying to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will get well. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once the woman was made well. When Jesus came into the official's house and saw the flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder, he said, Leave, for the girl has not died but is asleep. And they began laughing at him. But when the crowd had been sent out, he entered and took her by the hand, and the girl got up. This news spread throughout all that land. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came up to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, It shall be done to you according to your faith. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him throughout all that land. As they were going out, a mute, demon-possessed man was brought to him. After the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds were amazed, and were saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, He casts out the demons by the ruler of the demons. Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them, because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. And those are our readings today. So looking more into the new reign of yet another king and more battles and um, just unrest um, during that time that they all were on the earth, lots of unrest, right? It's kind of hard to imagine um, living in a life like that where you're just in battle or you're not in battle. You're in, in battle or you're not. Uh, like, you know, like a real, for real battle with weaponry and armor and whatnot. 
kind of hard to imagine that type of lifestyle. I'm sure that it was very challenging for everyone um, as they were trying to settle in to see who was going to rule. And it just sounds, whew, it sounds like a whole lot to me. Um, but that's what happened. And Psalm 50, just reminding us of God's judgment of the righteous and the wicked. And I love the part about when it says, I know every bird in the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. Just so, just taking a moment to kind of think about just, wow, like, you know, it's those types of things. You know, he knows how many hairs we have on our head. Like, he knows everything. And to imagine his God's size and that he is everywhere <laughs> is pretty incredible to think about. And then, of course, as we see over in Matthew 10, just miracles upon miracles, and people are like, whoa, this is this is awesome. I mean, wow, we've never seen anything like this before. And Jesus teaching in parables and um, speaking that way so that we can try to understand. And then also him saying, hey, this, the well don't need a physician. I'm here to help the sick. So I absolutely love um, those words of Jesus. Uh, and whenever we are starting to feel uh, ashamed or guilty or any of those things, if we are consumed by the past, we can just say, hey, it is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. That is why Jesus comes to the table with and and sat at the table with the people that he sat with. He sat with the sinners. He did. And the Pharisees did not understand. Why are you sitting with these people? And so these are the people, we are the people, we are sinners who need Jesus, our Savior. So it's just once we just say, hey, I need a Savior, I need you, Jesus, our lives are completely transformed. It's incredible. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for sending our Savior, Jesus. He is the only one who can save us from our sins and transform our hearts and change our lives forever. We have to choose it. We have to choose to give our lives to Jesus for him to save our sinful nature, to, to reform us, to give us new life, to purify us and sanctify us, to cleanse us of all sin. Please help us to remember that this is a repeat process, that we must repent when we fall back into sinful ways, that we must come to you, Lord, and ask for forgiveness, and that we come to Jesus when these times happen and continue to be reminded that is it is because of him that we are saved. It is by faith in him 
that we are saved, not by what we can do or what we choose not to do. It is by our faith in Jesus. And for that, we are so grateful to know how to receive eternal life. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. So glad you're here today. So glad that we have our Savior, Jesus. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.